Chris and Will here, and you know, you guys, we have a challenge for you, and it's all about the red shirt. That's right. It's been a symbol of pride since 1991. In 2020, we're spreading the message of diversity, equality, and kindness with the red shirt challenge across the globe. On June 6th, join the world in wearing your red shirt and help us bring us all together hand in hand. Go to kindredpride.org to register. Join us June 6th with your red shirt. Show it off. Hashtag RSPD. It's the show that makes us talk. My calculator stopped working during the middle of my exam. Oh my. I just can't count on it anymore. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will, season two. are you? It is another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Hi! Yes, we're doing this again. Yay! You know, originally we were supposed to only do 15 episodes this season, but I think that's gotten extended. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it has, it has. We're actually going to carry this season on through the summer, actually. Yep. We're going to probably take season two all the way up until August and then maybe go into season three in August as well. So it'll be like a continuous ordeal yeah. for us for the whole year. Ooh. So we're happy about that. We <laughs> hope you're happy about that. We appreciate all the support. We've been growing. Yes. Yes. It has actually been growing. We've gotten more followers mm -hmm. and so much success and we're happy about it. So yes. thank you for all that support. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate it. Well, this week we are talking about after forever and balancing uncertainty. Whoa. But first, let's go into the most important topic that I love about this one, and that is identification. Yes. No, I'm not talking about your driver's license <laughs> or your school ID or whatever it is that you use to showcase yourself. I am not talking about that. I am talking about your inner identification. Wow. Who are you, really? That yeah. is the big question. Mm -hmm. For me, I say if somebody was to figure me out, that would be I'm very directive. Okay. I'm very optimistic, progressive, uh, can be aggressive, and basically talented. And, you know, I am that type of person that cares. I do care for a lot of people and I do care for everyone. And, you know what? I, I'm real, as they put it. Yes. I've been quoted as he is tremendously a real person. You got it. And so that would be me. Go ahead, Willie. Take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, identifying myself. Very vibrant, happy, smiling way too much. But also, yes, I care a lot for people, too. But I'm also, I'm very loyal as to, you know, who comes into my life and, you know, if they show, they show that they want to be part of my life, I'm going to be a part of their life. Um, I guess I would say I'm more so like 
I'm a true friend. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happiness goes a long way with yes, Billy. Yes, yes. And if you see him frown, you better ask why. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if you were to identify Chris and Will, I would have to say... Strength. Strength, confidence, and again, combination of... Courage. Real. And, yeah, and real. Yeah, because we're, we are a multiple status. Yeah. You know, we bring a lot of different things to the table. We bring a lot of our own personalities. We don't separate ourselves and we don't push ourselves away. Mm -hmm. We connect it and we share it with the world. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, there are some people who individualize us. Who, yes. There are some who love Willie better than they care for me or, or vice mm -hmm. versa, which is totally fine. We're still friends with them, believe it or not. That is just their opinion. That yeah. is just their thought process. And the big question on that is when they do that, they do they get to know the other person exactly. or know you the way that they should? Or there's an alternative motive where they try to pit us against each other. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been a really absolutely. tough uh, thing to actually look into it and see why are they doing it and then come to realization that you know what absolutely no you can't split Chris and you know and who apart. you really are is your style and we've talked about that before on this show where your style is the person that you see yourself as mm -hmm. and again it's looking in that mirror if you see yourself as successful if you see yourself as gorgeous beautiful then that's your style yeah but if you see yourself as ugly and all that stuff, then you're creating that style. So don't create negative mm -hmm. style. So that's who you really appreciate who are. you are. Absolutely. Appreciate it. When it talks about connection, mm -hmm. connection is basically something that comes natural. You notice how when you talk to a person and we've had that with several interviews where we've interviewed a person and we're like, wow, I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> and you know, those are connections and sometimes they can be perfect strangers that you just meet and you're like, I just feel that vibe. Yeah. Connections are natural. Yes. And they're not forced. They're not created. They're natural. So when you have a friend and you guys just build on one another, mm -hmm. that's considerably a connection in my opinion. Yeah. Now let's talk about labels, entitlements, those two basically almost mean the same, but they're really not. You're not entitled to anything. We're not entitled to anything. Mm -hmm. Success or not, we're all same person as anybody else. Yes. We're not entitled to anything. Labels we don't like. Uh -huh. um, we do not like to talk about ourselves. We do not like to um, brag about our success we will talk about it to an extent but we don't go out and make it to a point yeah now we do like to talk about the success of our show maybe uh we do because it's exciting mm -hmm. it is exciting and we're proud but i think the thing in that though is because we enjoy it and we're you know it's something that is us you know it's a natural thing so it's not considered bragging it's sharing that joy with others. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And with labels, you know what? That's not our style. Yeah. Our style is Chris and Will. Exactly. You can label us as two gay men, successful celebrity, whatever you want to label us as, but we're always going to identify as Chris and Will. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That's just the way it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it's always going to be. Yes. And that is our meaning. When you find your meaning about your purpose, and we've talked about this before, is finding your purpose. Yes. That becomes your meaning. Mm-hmm. Who you are and who you really are, that is your meaning and purpose. And again, that comes down to your style. So let's go into talking about being gay. Okay. The title gay is just a word. Yeah. It really but is just a word. But isn't it that it had a different meaning way back well, when? Well, it still can be happy and joyful. It's just however you perceive it, I guess. And well, it's just yeah, and that's what I meant. It. Like, it's turned into different things over the years. Over the and years, people have made it become different. Yeah. And they've used the word different as wrong. Exactly. You know, and, and that goes for any culture. Mm-hmm. Different is not wrong, you guys. Different is actually very good. Mm-hmm. We are all different. Yes. If you go back and look at the history, your ancestors were different. They're yeah. not the same as you are. Mm-hmm. And that's what built us in this global world is our differences and our backgrounds and everything else that goes with it. So don't find yourself in that position of fearing different. And that goes into being closeted. There's nothing wrong with being closeted. Mm -hmm. When you're comfortable enough for you to come out of the closet and be responsible and own who you are, when you're ready for that, then fine. But don't push yourself to it. Don't force yourself to it. Be right for it. Yeah. And sometimes it may not be necessary. You only need to tell the ones that you you trust the most that will responsibly handle it the most. Yeah. No, I agree. Definitely. That's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, gosh, I would say many, many years ago, you know, there was a movement, I guess, to say, you know, just come out, be who you are, don't be afraid. I wasn't ready for that. You know, there was a lot of things that I was still that insecurity, but you know, when it on a global aspect, you know, everyone has their own timing and you know, you know, when you're ready, you know, or if you hear that phrase, you're never going to be ready. Yeah, that's true too. But I think internally, you know, and you do and stay away from fears. Yes. It's not going to do you any good to be afraid. Uh, fear is just anxiety. That's just like watching horror films. They're just going to get you anxious and anxiety is going to build up. That's why you get scared, but they're not permanent fears. Don't fear your life. Be confident about your life. Yeah. That's really where it comes down to it. Then it goes into family. You know what? Family is not all about acceptance and, you know, it comes to the difference of condition to unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You know, again, family does not have the authority in my opinion to say, well, we can love you conditional because we're your family. Oh, hell no. Mm -hmm. You love the way you're supposed to love your kids, no matter what they do, whether you agree with them or not, you may not, you don't have to agree with their choices in life, but you do have to learn to accept them because they are your kids. Mm -hmm. That's generally the way it is. And if your family can't do that, then you have to find a way to accept that for yourself and decide how you want to deal with that. Exactly. And manage that. Yep. If that means you don't ever talk to them again, if that means you don't ever see them again, then so be it. You have to find the happiness in you that's going to help you progress. Mm-hmm. Again, one thing that Fran Drescher said before is they had their opportunity. That's right. And they failed it. Yeah. So always remember that people have an opportunity to be a part of your life and accept you for who you are and all of who you are. Mm-hmm. And if they choose not to, that's their fault. That's, that's right. their loss, it's, their problem. That's exactly. And there's no obligation on your behalf because you are your own person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that goes into 
balancing uncertainty, which is another topic we're talking about today. Yes. And, and, you know, in theory with that is some of the decisions that even Chris and Will make is because of that uncertainty. And a lot of it is, you know, we've been together for 20 something years and people ask, well, why haven't you said I do? And it's not because really, because it's legal now, or it wasn't legal before. Mm -hmm. It really has to do now because if something happens to us, we both have uh, medical issues. And if something happens to us, we want one of us to make that decisions. And legally, and in some places in the world, they won't allow that unless you are married. And doesn't matter what documentation that you have or legal protection you have, the only legal protection you have is that marriage if it's legal where you are. Yeah. And that's really the truth of it. Mm -hmm. But uncertainty, you know, really is just like a chemical imbalance in a sense. It's it's absolutely an unbalanced way of life. You you it's a fear. Mm -hmm. in oh a yeah. Sense. Oh yeah. And, you know, through meditation, um, it's basically knowing that strength comes from being present, you know, not, um, not looking back, not looking forward, but basically just being at ease with whatever comes up. So if, you know, inside or out, uh, you know, you're just like, oh gosh, there's all this stuff going on and you want to control it because I think as a world, we want security. We want that certainty. We want to know what's going on, but then really you don't need to know what's going on. Just learn to rest with it. Don't resist it. Be at ease with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you find confidence in that. You discover who you are by find, finding that balance, mm -hmm. you yep. know, and that's important. That's always going to be important and it helps you manage. It helps you make bigger and brighter decisions. That's what it's there for. So don't let uncertainty be your progress. Mm -hmm. Let uncertainty be your learning lesson to move on right then and there. Yes. We all wake up in a certain way in the morning, but once we get moving, yep. then our day goes Great. Yes. And, you know, when we started all this pandemic, ourselves were trying to find, oh, what what do we do? I mean, how do we handle this? And eventually we had to find that balance. And we kept our opinions to ourselves about it simply because we didn't want that negativity and we didn't want to go into that judgment phase. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do that. You know, and that is balancing, period, is you have to do that and balancing uncertainty. Again, it's a negative trait. It's a it's a startup of fear. It's mm -hmm. it's a trigger to anxiety. Don't do it. Don't do it. Try not to do it. If you think you're going to do it, step back, take a breath, and rethink it. Yep. Breathe. Absolutely breathe. Mm -hmm. And you know, everyone has confidence. And when we interviewed Eileen Graff in season one, the one thing she said was, you know, everybody can sing. They just let other people tell them they can't. Yeah. And I believe the same thing is with confidence and strength. Everybody has that. Everybody is born with talent. They just let the world or the people around them tell them they don't. Right. So don't let that happen to you. Find your way and keep your style. We're always here for you. So you can always email us when you go to our website. Yes. And we will always direct you into a great path, yes. whether we individually do it or we we bring you to someone else that can. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're here for. We're your friends for life, as yes. we always tell our guests that we interview. So let's go into After Forever, which is a very unique LGBTQ 
web series. Yeah. And you know, they've been up for seven or more nominations and awards. Wow. It's, it's phenomenal. It is a great, unique series. It's in my opinion about relationship goals, mm-hmm. the ups and downs of a relationship Yeah, and how to build on forced changes. Yes. And when we watched it, we simply almost saw ourselves in that because Uh we saw a lot of those patterns and paths that we've dealt with and we've had to deal with in this relationship. Yep. And one thing that was stood out a lot to me is that even though that the couple had been together for over 15 years um, and one of the main characters, uh, Brian was saying, you know, Oh, but it was so easy for me. Really, and you look back at all of their experiences together, there were lots of times where they had disagreements. Absolutely. But you know what? They still had a bond. They still were connecting with one another. So in that, you know, there really there, you know, there really is a time in forever for every couple, Mm -hmm. whether they're alive or they've passed on or they're broken up or they're together, there is always going to be a forever. And again, it comes to that acceptance. You know, I've had a lot of relationships in my time. And the one thing Willie has accepted in that is the fact that, you know what, Chris still talks to those relationships and he's friends with them. Yeah. he, He has a bond with them. And that's just because my time with them has passed. Mm-hmm. And the only feelings I have for those individuals is their well-being and their friendship. But I also think, too, that they were teachers in your life journey, And they too. were. And they were. You know, and they came into your life uh, for a really important reason. Absolutely. So, again, it's acceptance. Don't ever let a relationship tell you that you can never bond with people that you've always bond with, whether they are past relationships or they are current friendships of the opposite sex, same sex, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, you remember you have to balance your life together as a relationship. A relationship is an individual sacrifice. You gave up something, whether it's being single or independent mm-hmm. in some way to be connected with another. So you have to accept that. Mm-hmm. And I think the most important thing out of that is you're not giving up all of who you are, you know, you're actually contributing who you are. Absolutely. Well, the show, I highly recommend to go see it. The show was written and created by uh, Michael Slade and Kevin Spiritus. Absolutely. I have trouble saying his last name. <laughs> I want to say Spartatus. Yes. Yeah, that's what I want to say. You're thinking of Birdcage and you're thinking yes, Spartacus. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But, um, but anyway, but today our special guest with us today is Kevin Spiritus. And of course, he is part of this amazing show we just got done talking about. Yes. He is, um, he acts in it as yes, well. Yes, he He's plays Brian. Sh- absolutely. Yep. The- he has also been on several television shows, including Days of Our Lives, The Young and the Restless, Married with Children, oh, Friends, The wow. Facts of Life, hmm. um, Friday the 13th, oh, The New Blood, the movie, uh, Valley of Dolls, and of course, he's been on the show One Life to Live. And he is a Daytime Emmy Award winner, of course. Mm -hmm. And we are so excited to have him on our show to talk about this amazing show and concept that he created. So get ready and sit back, relax, because Kevin Spiritus is coming up. 
We are honored to welcome Daytime Emmy Award winner, Kevin Spiritus. How you guys doing? I want to say enjoying our time off. Well, we really don't have any time off, but enjoying our time home, I guess. Yeah. But bored at the same time, but, if that makes sense. So here's the deal. Yes, we are at home, but if you're able to and you are healthy enough, there's still stuff to do. It's crazy, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, if you could see my, my, my room right now, I have taken stuff out of the closets. I've taken stuff out of boxes for storage. I am going through such crap and making room <laughs> for new stuff to come in. I'm but that's a good thing, though. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, I'm, I'm grateful to have my health. I'm grateful to have a space that I like being in that's, that's creative and, and, and it's got a good vibe to it. But on with the business, because that's what you do. The interviews still come in and the radio shows and the articles and the preparing for season three as we get ready for, you know, the end yes. of season two to go. Oh. So. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, we definitely agree with that. And we've we've been happy. We're in the middle of moving at the moment. So believe it or not, even though we're oh. supposed to be at a stay-at-home status, they're allowing us to move to a, a, a new house. We bought a house, and we were like, okay. So in the middle of all this, we were like, all right, well, we couldn't go into it, and then now we're allowed to go into it. So now we're in the, well, the midst you're, of moving. You're now, in, you're now in the midst of your... Stay at your new home. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we will be going through those closets and boxes very, very soon, if not started some of it already. But I I promise you, we've done that many a times before, and it takes us forever. And sometimes we won't throw things away because we're like, but I remember that. Uh I like that. (laughs) But here's, here's something interesting. I have I have a very big issue with the with the quote unquote forever word, obviously, yes. and um, you know it's all about forever and after forever, and you don't want to let go of something. And you, know, but because we're in this digital age now, I have been going through so much of my stuff and shooting a picture or taking a, a you know a snap of it for uh, some sort of a scan, and then it goes into a file, and I can toss the oh. stuff. And yes, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, very, you know, uh, I'm very particular about what I'm keeping these days. So if there's something that has great memory and great weight to it, like a picture, uh, a, a, a really great image, or a, a program or a book of something, I, I, I might keep that. But it goes in a very specific pile. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I. So absolutely. Well, that's so cool. Yes. Well, let's start off. Let's talk about this amazing show. Okay. Um, what what show would that be? That would be <laughs> the word that you don't want to talk about. The after forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after forever. Yes, I'm I'm very proud of that. Michael Slade and I are both very very proud. Um, and uh, I think you're talking to him at another time. We are. Mm-hmm. We are. Good. 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 Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been a it's been an incredible journey, and uh, it's very interesting. I was thinking about this. Um, about this radio show, it's going to sort of be like the dating game. Uh-huh. We're going to see who says what about each other. We don't date, but you know, we're we're um, we're collaborating, producing partners. And um, Michael will say one thing, and then I'll say another, and you can put the two together and see where the where the real truth lies. Um, yes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but oh. yeah. Um, my, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, oh, Willie and I would ultimately fail in those games. Yes, we would. Though we, <laughs> we, we have been together for, it would be 21 years in May. Uh-huh. And I guarantee Congratulations. you. Thank, thank you. you. I guarantee you if we went on that show, they would have to do all opposites. Because mm-hmm. we couldn't, I couldn't, if they go, well, what would you think Willie would say? And I go, that's a very broad question. Yep. Because there is like a <laughs> novel of things he would say. Yes. So we would ultimately fail. Well, that's that's at least you're at least you're clear. At, you, you've got clarity about the the, the truth, and yes. this is a very important thing. Um, and and I think that in itself is what has created this series after forever. Is Michael and I had great clarity about what we wanted to say. We wanted to say something personal about gay men in their early to mid 50s and uh, the the stories that we don't usually or we rarely get to tell right um, until recently um men gay men have been out of the picture uh not unlike women of a certain age but we are sort of pushed aside storytelling and um when i had met michael um god it's almost five or six years ago now in New York, I was at a gym and he came up to me and uh-huh. recognized me from days of our lives. Cause he used to write, um, right around the end of my contract on days. And uh-huh. he said, aren't you Kevin Spiritus? I used to write for you. And this whole conversation started up. And at that time I was, I was looking to create some sort of story about, um, dating men, dating my age. And, um, and I wanted to do a series and, we started talking about how men of our age are not in story and that's what appealed to him. And we sat down for a couple of, you know, we started to take meetings and, and um, I wanted to do more of a dating show because I was going through that dating process at the time, but um, he had some personal stories that he thought would be helpful. And, uh, and I had some personal stories and there after forever was born. Wow. wow. Well, you know, it is a very relatable uh, show, mm-hmm. and it's a great concept, and I think exactly how you identified it is exactly how it is. And what the world misses in a lot of different types of relationship is the relationships outside the stereotypes. And mm. that is yes. that that is that that's what intrigues me the most mm-hmm. with it because a lot of times when people say oh it's gay men they're like okay they're looking for the 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 hot buff looking the ones that we all like to drool over but at the end of the day those are important but the relationships that last and the relationships that have meanings and the relationships that are just like the relationships of a of a regular couple would be and we kind of miss that well, in the sense. Well, Michael and I both felt very strongly about how after a certain age in the gay community, you, men are no longer relevant. You're either this hot young twink or um, you're the 80-year-old neighbor down the hall with a lot right. of cats. And um, <laughs> I, had, I had to raise my hand at the time and say, I have a cat and I'm 50. So, um, but, but, um, but we just wanted to tell a story that had that was personal to us. And this is, um, even though it's a story about love and loss and new beginnings. And, um, if you haven't seen season one, shame on you all, all (laughs) but we're now into season two and spoiler alert. 
uh, this is about a, a relationship where one person dies due to cancer uh, right. diagnosis. And um, what Michael and I had, we didn't reinvent the wheel by any means. Um, and it is dramatic. There is great comedy in it as well. It's not a, it's not a, it's not always just tears and, and, and Kleenex and blowing your nose, but uh-huh. the, the truth be told, we wanted to tell a story that was important to how you create, how you find your way back to living again after the loss of, of a great love. And my belief has always been the love is always there. And even though someone dies and they leave the physical, the relationship still continues on, which right. is how we were then able to start to talk about story that deals with reality and then flashbacks because Brian, who I play, really can't let go and doesn't know how to release a lot of um, Jason in his life. And right. no, not that he should be forgotten or, or pushed aside and end and close the door on it forever, but what happens after forever is, you know, it doesn't always go the way you want it to. Happy endings are not always the way you plan them to be. And, Absolutely. and in second season, Brian is really still trying to move forward even though he has another relationship now in his life and um we're starting to learn that jason is not the saint that brian had remembered him as or Mm. the relationship was not always as perfect as it was to be remembered as and this is a very very important piece of uh information to look at because there's no handbook Right. There's no guide that says how you get through the love of a loss, the loss of a love, excuse me. And it's, there's no roadmap. So we're all doing this together. And so the story may be gay thematic, but it's a universal theme. And everybody who comes into life is going to experience loss to a Absolutely. degree at some point. Well, I love how you guys went... Uh, back and forth with the flashbacks it told a lot of your story from in both seasons actually and then especially in the season two part where we where you you guys went back to the funeral time and then went into flashbacks and then went into current it it was so well written in my opinion it was so done Uh to the point to where if you thought you missed something and didn't get something you turned it around to tell us exactly what we missed Mm -hmm. And I love well, that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, 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 have to, I, have to, I have to tip my hat to Mr. Michael Slade for this. I mean, Michael, Michael's an extraordinary writer, and he, is, um, he sees stories so clearly. And his orchestration of how we bring the flashbacks in into the reality and how we tell the story and reveal the two lives uh, uh-huh. of these men. Um, it, it's it's a great thing, and then he's just a brilliant wordsmith. So I, I've, I'm honored to be able to step onto a soundstage and say his words. So, absolutely, absolutely. Now I have to ask: Is there any? I don't want to say relatable stuff in there, but is there any of your personal story that's written into this? Uh, my my personal story was really. Um, there's, I'll say this: um, my personal experiences in life and having dealt with loss, yes. Um, but this is um, when you speak to Michael in his interview. Um, I'm sure uh-huh. if you haven't already read past press, um, 
the relationship that um, uh, that Brian and Jason have uh, that's cut short after 15 years of being together uh, is this cancer diagnosis. And when I had met Michael, I did not know this at the time, but about a year and a half, two years prior, Michael had just lost his partner um, to this very diagnosis. And when we were finding our way through telling story and how we would tell story and what we would talk about, Michael wanted to make sure that the character that I was going to step into uh, was, you know, uh, like, why would Brian Stone be single? Like, why is he needing to go out and date? Where is his experience with dating and whatnot? Um, or relationships. And when Michael mentioned this moment, in his, I, I think I'd asked him, uh, he'd asked me if I was involved or single, and I said, you know, I'm single, and why am I not in a relationship? And I didn't know anything about him. And I said, are you in a relationship? And he said, no, this is what just had happened about two years prior. And I, I said, that I'm sorry to hear this news. Could we possibly use that? <laughs> you know, um, and it was, it was, uh, it was it wasn't that he had he had offered it um without feeling he was going to follow it up with um a time for him to creatively um work through this and um i'm i'm grateful that he was able to find that story in his heart and share it with the world so he's when he asked, when you ask him this question, I'm sure he'll be able to answer that, right. um, the personal side of it. But I, I think, again, I have, I have a connection to loss. I have a connection to, I mean, right now, the world that we're living in, in this pandemic shutdown, there's uh-huh. great loss. Right. And, Absolutely. and it's, it's a different kind of loss, but loss is loss. And um, in the 80s and early 90s, I lost tons of friends, you know, to the AIDS epidemic. And I have lost grandparents and I have lost great teachers who were inspirational to me growing up and mentors. And um, again, they are still there with me. Uh, things in life happen that trigger a memory, um, a smell, a song, um, uh, a person's face. You know, you remember and you are constantly conjuring up that experience that you had with that person. Wow, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say that that would be the message that you hope that your fans gather from your show? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Michael and I set out to create a hopeful show. We set out to create um, uh, a heroic journey from from sadness to goodness, from loss to gain, Uh, And, you know, um, we all have we we all have people in our lives that we we want to hold on to forever. And the message for me is um, we do hold on to them forever. They're never gone there. I mean, yes. yes. and, and, And we already have season three written and we're ready to go once all this lifts, all this craziness lifts. Right. But there's some really wonderful moments that we even look forward to where as Brian conjures up Jason because he's dealing with him at all times in his life, even though he's now deceased, uh-huh. there's, there's, there's like self-talk that you create in your mind mm-hmm. that is this something that 
so and so would say is this what Jason would say something like this or you know I'm talking to myself but I'm using it through the guise of Jason's dialogue you know exactly. or Brian is using it through and it, it's it's a I, I think for what we have done in in with the story and created with the story the the feedback and and the fans who have written to us are not just gay men of a certain age but they are women they are um they're young men and um young women who are thanking us for showing them a story that helps them now realize what maybe their parents had gone through when they lost a spouse or a friend right. or you know so it's I, I think it's a very touching story i'm Michael and I, I speak for him with this, I know, um, we are so <laughs> proud. We are so proud of this little baby of ours and how it, how it went on to win five Emmys last season. Yes. Uh, yes. Emmy now we're heading into the Emmy season again, and um, we are up for nine pre-nominations. We're waiting to hear wow. the final nominations, hopefully next season. It, it's exciting. It's, and the cast is extraordinary to work with these people that we get to hand-select, uh, everyone from... Uh, Mitchell Anderson, who I brought back out of uh-huh. retirement from Doogie Hauser and Party of Five Days. Yep. Yes. He's, he lives in Atlanta and uh, has these two great restaurants that I said, just take a break. Come and come and do this. And he thought about <laughs> it. And he was it, I don't think this series would have been anything without him. So I'm glad he came aboard. And Katie Hoffman, um, uh, I needed to let Lenny Wolpe, Mary Beth Peel in season two. Uh-huh. Uh, she's uh, plays my mom, and she's just extraordinary. Um, Aaron Cherry won Best Supporting, Outstanding Supporting um, Actress um, last season. She, I just am great cast, an incredible cast. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you guys should be proud of this project. It is a wonderful, wonderful show, and you know, congratulations on those nominations and those wins. I mean. What more could you ask for in theory? I mean, it, it's... It, 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 well, I, I, here's what I could ask for. <laughs> I could ask for everyone, every, everyone who sees this series on Amazon Prime in the U.S. and the U.K., please write a review. If you liked it, write a review. Give it a high star um, um, check mark because um, Amazon loves to see that and it helps to get the word out there. Um, yes. And other than that, um, you know, tell all your friends to watch After Forever. That's what I could want. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's not too much to ask, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. So in your opinion, what would you say to a struggling couple in a sense that maybe they are struggling the same way those characters are in your show, but maybe not... A, identically in the same way maybe the character in their life is not dead and it's just an ex that they had been so strongly connected to for years mm-hmm. and they just can't let go of that what would you what well, advice would you give? first of all uh, before i answer this you have to promise you're going to ask michael the same question yes I, I want to hear his answer on this okay <laughs> you know this you know uh, i'm gonna say this um relationships are relationships and when you bring two people together, uh, you're working your stuff out in the confines of the relationship. So, you know, you, you, not you two, you, but one. Right, right, right. Yes. yes. Has to, one has to work out their own thing. Yeah. And um, if, if a relationship has a grip on you, 
it's usually I, I kind of look at it like this: when when I when I lost an uh, an aunt, one of my dearest aunts, who I I still to this day can't believe that suddenly one day she had a, a, a brain aneurysm and, and was gone, but uh-huh. it, it happened overnight. Oh, you know, boom. Wow. And I remember not being here in Los Angeles to be with her um, and to be with my family when we when we buried her. Uh, I was in. I was in Jersey actually performing a, a show and it just timing was off. I couldn't leave the show. And, um, but that morning I was at the Jersey shore and four o'clock in the morning, I got a call and I rushed to the beach. Um, when I heard this news and I, I was two blocks from the beach and I just screamed at the, uh, the water and the ocean and God. And, and mm. I was angry and I was crying and I was so torn about this situation. I couldn't believe it. And, the hour and a half that I was out there going through all this, I saw that an ocean liner or barge, whatever, in, on the horizon yeah. was moving. It had moved from left to right, and time had continued. The ocean was still, you know, the waves were still hitting the beach, yeah. and uh, uh, the sun was starting to come up, and I got very clear that today babies were going to be born, and um, more people were going to exit uh, this planet. And I realized the weight and depth of my tears and my anger and emotion were equaled to the amount of love that I had for this dear woman wow. who was my aunt. Wow. And that's, that's a life experience that you just, you, it comes to you when it comes to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm grateful for that. And in a relationship, I, I'm, I can't give advice in a relationship, but I think that one can give themselves the, the understanding that if someone is that important to you or if you had that much investment, you have to look at what your relationship to that person and your, what you brought to that situation because we're all creators of, we're all co-creators of a relationship whether we are aware of it or not and that person has you hooked yep however that person has you hooked Mm -hmm. and um so you got to bless it and thank it and and move on from it and so i would say any relationship you're in and whether it's an ex or whether it's a one who's departed through death um love them nonetheless and take the love and that's the thing that was real and that's the thing that's the thing that keeps you moving forward Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, that's there there's my sermon for the day. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully and hopefully some of that is depicted and seen in After Forever, the series yes. season one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure it will be in season three. When do you well, of course, when do you guys expect for it to release? Of course you won't know that more until after things go back to well we haven't we, we've we've only written season three um uh, it's ready to go it's ready to be shot um we just have to get our world back up and running and Absolutely. um mm-hmm. uh, i you know when that time happens it will be the perfect time as everything is everything Absolutely. in this time um but for now um you know i'm 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 grateful to encourage people to <clears throat> to go online and see after forever and to um, be touched, be moved, be excited 
um, by this story. Um, and, and, you know, what a, what a perfect time to Absolutely. binge everything and to see everything. And the great thing about uh, both seasons of After Forever is that they are short form. Uh, each season is about eight episodes, uh-huh. and each episode is 11 minutes-ish each. So they average, it's very short, it's very fast, and um, you can binge the whole season in an hour and a half. And uh, right. that was that was an exciting challenge for Michael and I to kind of create these little mini movies that all kind of arc together and build one, you know, one long story and very proud of it. Absolutely. Yeah. It is a very good show. We, we've we seen both seasons and we enjoyed it equally. Oh, thank you. So we are looking forward to season three yes. on it. So it's absolutely mm-hmm. a fantastic show. But I do want to go thank into you. a little bit of your past because sure. a lot of our fans, of course, have seen you as Dr. Craig <laughs> Wesley. So yeah, yeah. let's talk about your days of our lives, days. <laughs> I, um, I, I have nothing but great fond memories of, of the days family and um, was even very excited to go back to the the little reunion, uh, what do they call it, episode that they do for their app. Um, uh-huh. And, um, uh, you know, I had a day of work with Patrika Darbo and Nadia Bjorlin and um, Marsha Madison. And just, it was just great. It was great. But, um, yeah, I mean, what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Craig, Dr. Craig is a part of me. And, um, uh, will always be a part of me, uh, and um, and you know, if if they ever by any chance were to say come back to the days of our lives canvas, I would say yes, of course. But uh, um, who knows what's happening at this moment? So right, right, absolutely. So what would you say the biggest difference between uh, working on a soap opera and basically doing? web series and stuff like that now is what would be the biggest difference between that? Uh, Well, our series, uh, when we filmed after forever, we filmed the entire season in 12 days. Wow. So two separate, two separate times, 12 days. Uh, we have an incredible producer, um, named Alison Van Noor, and she was able to, figure out the locations and, and the schedules of everybody and, you know, where we had to be at what time and how long we had this place and in this location. And, um, I, I have to say, um, the greatest thing about filming our own series was that it was our own. Uh, Michael and I did not have to, uh, you know, uh, pay attention to, uh, opinions or uh, right. practices and standards and or standards and practices of, of the, of a network we set out to create our story the way we saw our story and we got to do that. And, you know, um, we didn't, we, we, there were maybe moments where we had written something extra that we found as we got to the filming of it, that maybe that was too, uh, graphic that was too, um, on the nose or, uh, we didn't need that much, um, heavy petting and and there's enough heavy petting because um brian and jason are these two very healthy 
sexual beings. And that's something that we didn't want to, you know, push under the rug. But there, it was, it was being able to do our story. Right. And the difference when being on a set like Days of Our Lives, which is a 50-some-odd-year machine, um, it's a daily thing. It's, you know, you are part of the machinery and you have to respect the, the laws and rules and regulations of this world that you're stepping into because these producers, these directors, they have a vision. That is their story. They are telling and you need to be part of that and to move with that and flow right. with that. Um, we were very lucky with this cast to, um, oh, I don't know. I mean, everyone just sort of signed up and said, yes, let's do this. Uh-huh. And oh, everyone that's had, great. Everyone loved it. And uh-huh. we, had a great, we have a great family. The After Forever family is a great family. And uh, we couldn't have done it without all these people, cast and crew. Absolutely. Yeah, and you were talking about how you got to basically co-create all of this stuff. Did you feel a sense of freedom that because there are more options and that because you're co-creating it, did it feel like uplifting to you? Yes. And you know, when Michael and I sat down, I, I remember saying this to Michael and, 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 and I've heard him quoted, so he remembers it. Um, <laughs> I said to him, I just I just want to I want to create a role where I get up in the morning, I put on my clothes, I step onto the set and I'm still Kevin. Yeah. Like I, I don't have to like twirl a mustache and I don't have to plot out and, you know, devilish things or, <laughs> or, 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 you know, um, or I don't know. I'm thinking of all these crazy things I did on days of our lives, which were great. They were fun, but that's part of the story in days, uh-huh. um, in days of our lives. But, for me, I just wanted to be the, I wanted to be this guy going through this emotional ride, and I wanted to have, I wanted to have truth lead the way, yes. and, and um, I wanted it to be personal. Uh-huh. And Michael gave me that platform, and I don't think I've ever, in anything I've done, been able to step into that with such ease, right. because it was something that we were co-creating, and this was something that we wanted to do. And as we were doing it, it was being revealed to us more and more that this was right on point. And then, and I remember season one, we had a casting crew screening. Um, this is back in 2017 now, and um, or 2018, I can't remember, 2018. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember we had the screening in New York, and it was on this huge screen. And I looked over to him and I said, did we do that? Like, like I pointed to the screen. It was a dark theater. Everyone was in there and laughing and crying. And, and I went, did we, we did that? And it was wow. that night after the audience had seen it. And I just knew we had done something right. It's still, it's still very, very emotional to me because I really, really, I guess I had always envisioned being part of something that I would be of this caliber and this, uh-huh. Uh, size of success and um, you know Michael's and my meeting each other in that gym was meant to be mm-hmm. it's, I call it a universal crossing point and had I even been on the moon at that time it would have still happened this story was meant to be done I just believe that and Absolutely. I think that's 
Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely feel you on that. We've yes, had those yes. chance encounters in our career. Oh, and yes. Even with this show, it was like <laughs> we showed up at the right time at the right moment. And when mm-hmm. they turned around, yes. they said, do you guys want to do a podcast and get paid for it? <laughs> yep. And we're like, yes. Can yes. you tell me what a, a podcast is? it's a great is? podcast. Yes. Thank you for thank doing you. it. No, thank you. Yeah. We, we have gone through we've gone through so many different celebrities and talking to so many different ones. And we're like, I can't even believe I'm sitting here talking to you right now. This uh-huh. is just unreal. <laughs> yep. And, and I'll tell you this. We just re- we recently interviewed uh, Judy Collins. Yes. And we, I love Judy Collins. Oh, we uh-huh. do too. And she is such a remarkable woman. And when she, she literally, we didn't even ask for it. And she started singing and I'm like, Judy, I'm about to die. You're gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to call nine one one in a minute. In a minute, because I'm just losing it here. And it was a lullaby, and it was so. And it was so well done. And what was interesting, he was having that response to it, and me, I'm very. When she was singing, I was extremely calm. Like it was warmth. It was um, just amazing. I mean, so yeah. yeah. So it's you couldn't. You know, we feel you. Yeah. And how proud you are in the work that you do and the accomplishments that you do and. And I think, you know, I, I, so yeah, I have to agree with you on that. And you guys, again, did so well with that. We didn't know what to expect exactly. when we saw it. Yeah. And we didn't really <laughs> know how to go with it. And then when you start talking, you start touching on relatable stuff mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, now what? You know, cause then you want to turn around and said, see, you act like that. No, I don't. Or, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> or you have these like some unresolved um, issues or emotions or whatnot. And then like for me, I was, it felt a little resistant and I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is coming up for a reason. Maybe this is saying, you know what? Maybe I need to lean into this and I need to maybe see this from a different point of view and then it's like, oh, okay, I get what he's talking about now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the message thing yeah, is there. And, I, 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 and, and thank you. I, but it's, it's selective memory and it's yes. selective viewing. And we tend to go through our life doing what we know how to do until someone goes, um, you know, you're doing that that way. Oh, well, if it means something to you and it's important to you and it's and it's important to our relationship, I'll look at it and I will try and work it out. Yes, that's, absolutely. That's what we have to. That's what we have to come to, and um, and I think it's and that's you asked me um, what I would want people to leave with after viewing the series. What you just brought up, it's it's how it shows you that it's not about selective memory. You know, it's not about selective behavior. It's about co-behavior and co-creating and you know absolutely we all have flaws we all have absolutely well kevin you know we thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed the show and we look forward Uh, to it again and mm -hmm. if we're ever in la you know and you guys are shooting it let me know because i'd love to sit there and watch you guys shoot it yes absolutely well um first of all we shoot the series in new york oh okay well even better i live in los angeles um myself and um our other producer, Allison Van Noor, we're the, we're the two Los Angelinos, Angelinos, ah. Angelinos. And uh, we go back to uh, New York every year to film the series. Um, nice. Among other things. Among yes. other things but, uh, yeah. Of course. Um, and because the, because the city, New York City, is also another character in that story. Yes, it and is. And that is, um, and um, 
it's very important to complete it there. So, absolutely, absolutely. Where well, are you guys located at? You're you're in. We're in Orlando. Mm-hmm. That's right, 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 right. That's right. Yes, we're in Orlando. We we love it here. I mean, we always travel from L.A. to New York and Louisiana yeah. and all different types of places. In fact. We had so many events that were scheduled in uh, New York and L.A. for the whole summertime, and they've all, of course, gotten canceled or postponed. But, um, uh, yes. Devastating. I know. Devastating. It, it totally is. One of them was uh, we got invited to participate in a, a charity event for Fran Drescher. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, we love Fran and yes. everything about Fran. And we wanted, we were so looking forward to it, but she's moved it Fran's to another great. date. So. She's great. Yes. Was it was it a cancer schmancer? Yes. yes. Um, That's yes. the one. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. I love her. Oh, love we do her. too. She's been on our show twice, twice. now. Yep. So oh, she's the best. She's she the best. totally well, is. We love everything about Fran, but but hopefully everything is going to go back to the way it needs to be because we got so many things. We have another film project that we're filming uh, that was supposed to happen later this year, but that's pending on when everything goes back to normal so it may end up going into next year but well it'll get back listen, to normal um, and, and as you know um it'll happen exactly at the right time yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely it has to it, it just has to that's that's what i think we have to surrender to at this time and you know for anyone out there who's battling this and who we've lost or who's hanging on please stay safe we need you all, and um, let's be kinder and more loving toward each other. Absolutely, yeah. from this point, from this point forward. Absolutely, I I, agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Well, Kevin, again, um, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank we you. really appreciate it, and yes, I'm we're definitely going to keep in touch with you. Yes, we want to mm-hmm. know what's going on please, in, in please, your life. Yes, please. and um, if you ever make and, it down um, to and, Florida, then let us know. Yes, we, we actually. <laughs> We actually get married later this year. Yes. That is one thing that's oh, going to happen. Congratulations. Yes. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. So you'll have to make wonderful, it to Florida wonderful. one day. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sing a song for your wedding. Absolutely. Oh. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe if there's a special request, I will sing the song that Dr. Craig Wesley sang at Chloe's wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> sweetest of nights and the finest of days. Ah. So, and if we and if we and if we still have to socially distance, I'll send you a recording. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that would be great. And so that that I'm going to keep in touch with you. You mm-hmm. know that. And um, you know, if you guys ever need some kooky characters for your show, <laughs> let us know. Or you, or you want is some that, good stories, then let us know. Yes. Is that kooky with the capital K? Of just, course. Just uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kevin, thank you again so much for being on our show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing more of the show. So thank you again. Mm. Okay. Cheers, you guys. Thanks. I totally loved it. Yes. Yes. Wow. Kevin is such a great guy. What a personality. It it is. What a great personality he has. And that show, you guys. Oh, my goodness. The show, the show, the show, yes. the show. Go on Amazon and, Prime and look it up mm-hmm. and watch it. And be sure to rate it, too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. It's, it's definitely worth and it. And you know what? At this time of our lives, you have no excuse to sit there and say, I can't watch at least a few 11-minute episodes. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. But it is worth it, you guys. You will learn a lot about a relationship and a couple and a couple 
goals and mm -hmm. so many different things and like we talked uh -huh. about before and yes. the stories that are within that couple too absolutely so go check it out it is wonderful it is on amazon prime and season three is coming up so you definitely want to binge watch and get caught up from season one and season two mm -hmm. so absolutely we want to thank kevin for joining us today we want to thank you guys for coming and sh listening to our show yes yes week after week after week we are so happy to have you and and allowing us to grow and support us for so long after that, like you have. It so means so much to it us. It does. It does. Well, be sure to check us out on our website. ChrisandWill.com. And you can check us out on Instagram. At Chris.Ann.Will. That's right. And join us next week for another great episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Another great topics. Another great guest. Mm -hmm. We want to thank you guys for coming on our show. We want to thank Kevin for being on our show. Yes. And of course, we want to remind you to stay well, stay laughing, love yourself, and the world will love you in return. But for now, we got to go. Bye. Bye.